the vibes. BJ Armstrong and Mo Mootsy bring you the Hoop Genius Podcast presented by NBA 2K23. If you don't already, hit the link in our description and get your copy. And whilst you're there, tap in with the Discord server because today we're answering your questions. We had a bunch of questions come in on Discord. We had a bunch of questions come in on Twitter. We're going to start with the Discord. So if you want priority for your questions, you've got to get in there. You've got to join the conversation. So many great basketball fans in there. We have great conversations every day. We have lots of laughs, lots of jokes, lots of memes, but also some great discussions. And then if we get time, we're going to tap in with all of these Twitter questions too. BJ, you ready to give the people what they want? <laughs> Come on, man. Stay ready, baby. You know what I'm Stay saying? Ready. There's so, so many games going on. We've got to give the people what they want right now. So first question comes in from Joshan Bassi, regular listener of the show. Big support. Big up to Joshan. He says, after Steve Nash's stint at the Nets, which retired players do you think would make good NBA coaches? And then BJ, you say, I throw jabs. He's put in brackets, unlike Nash. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> uh, the Hornets have actually what invited make, Steve what, Nash what make, to, yeah. to um, consult yeah. with them a little bit, which I think is interesting and exciting for Lamelo Ball in particular. But we're talking about coaching a whole team. Not just making people great scorers. We're talking about a whole team, defense and all. Which retired players would you like to see coaching an NBA team, BJ? Give me three names. Well, you know, that, that's that's a tough call. That, that, that That's tough, you know. And, and the reason being is because, you know, you got to actually do it and you got to, you have to actually have, you know, in my opinion, on the job training to do this. This isn't something you do as a, as a player and then all of a sudden you just go, and you, you know, you become a great coach. It's something you have to do, you have to learn. And I think that takes time. And then one of the first things that it requires is you to have separation, the difference between a player and a coach. I never thought, you know, I, I know Steve Kerr. I played with Steve Kerr. I was friends with Steve Kerr. I never imagined Steve Kerr was going to be a good coach, let alone one of the greatest coaches of all time. And I, his locker literally was right beside me. That's crazy. And, and <laughs> okay. you played against him in college. I've seen like a, a Instagram account. That yeah. Throwback I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I never, <laughs> it never dawned on me that he was going to be, you know, a great coach. You know, I, it, it just never dawned on me. I, I think the best coaches, you know, first, you know, I, I, what requires to be a good coach? First, you got to have, you have, you have to have an incredible uh, talent or ability to listen. You just gotta, you gotta listen, right? You gotta listen to your team. You gotta listen to people. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be able to listen to executives and media people and do all those things. I don't know if there's a correct way or incorrect way to become a great coach, but what I do know is that guys who I've played with or against you know, whether that's Doc Rivers or Steve Kerr or, you know, you know, friends, you could say, you know, Phil Jackson was an ex, you know, player. Pat Riley was an ex player. I, I just think you, you need on the job training. You know, I don't think there's no right way. You know, you, you know, you, when you look at Phil Jackson, you say, okay, he coached in the CBA, which is the Continental Basketball League for many years. You know, Pat Riley was sitting on the sideline, assistant coach, and he was ready. You know, so I just think it just takes time. I don't, I don't, 
I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure what, what the correct answer is, but just because you play in the league certainly doesn't ensure that you're going to be a, a great or a good, you know, professional coach. I think one name that intrigues me is Tim Duncan because he's been an assistant there for a few years in San Antonio. Oh, I think he would be. I think he would be awful. Pop. You think he'd be I awful? I think he'd be awful. I think he'd be awful. Too quiet. No, I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't see him. I don't see him with the spectrum of. Because he's been, just been so good. He's just been so great. He can't relate well, to the players I, on the end of the bench. Okay, so, kind of... all right, so no, it's not, it's, it's not even relating. It's just, you have to, uh, you have to understand and be able to listen. Okay. I can relate. I can relate. Everyone doesn't have the talent of the Tim Duncan. Okay. I don't see Tim Duncan spending countless hours in the gym in the summer, just talking basketball. Okay. I don't see that. I okay. Do I think Tim Duncan knows the game? Absolutely. Do I think Tim Duncan would understand how to coach great players in a high pressure situation? Absolutely. Do I think Tim Duncan wants to spend countless hours in the gym in the summertime doing all those things? No. And I and 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 I don't think his he doesn't have this personality. Now, do I think Kevin Garnett would do something like that? Oh, I would yeah. love to see KG as a coach. I would love to have yeah. him as an assistant but, coach in Boston. Oh, but do I God. think KG would have – I don't think KG has the patience to be a coach, though. I, I got a name for you. <laughs> what would you think about Luo Deng as a coach? Because he stays locked no. in. He, he stays locked in in the gym. He has his federation – he has I, his counts with the know. South Sudan Basketball Federation. He, he could be, you know what I'm saying? Like you never. He stays in the gym in the summertime. I, I don't. You know, I, 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 I think. Look, look again. You just never know. Like I, like I said, mm. you never know. But right off the, right off the, my, my instincts say, no. I don't think. I don't think Lou would do that. It takes a certain personality. What about? I don't see Lou. Go what ahead. about a retired player by the name of BJ Armstrong? Would coaching ever interest him? I think I think at 55, I think at 55, I can, I can now I think I can reflect. At 55, I think now I'm finally getting to a point where I say it, where I can say it is what it is. Mm. You're I don't think everyone is equipped to deal with these problems. See, yeah, everyone, so co- everyone co- thinks coaching it. some teams right now. When you look at coaching the league, all right? teams. Co- no, no, no. When you look at the league, coaching the Brooklyn Nets is very different to coaching the Milwaukee Bucks. They're just two very they got different. The, no, situations. they got the same problems. I, I wouldn't the say same. the same problems. Oh yeah, yeah. They got everyone has the same problems. You, uh, a lot of these problems that you see, Mo, these are the first time you've just seen them publicly. These yeah. aren't new problems. Uh, <laughs> these are. I don't know. Uh, I think there is okay. a little difference. Well, I know. I've okay. been in these locker rooms. Okay. Every team has the same problem. Every team, like, like for instance, well, all right. I remember when we were, we were, we were, these problems and things you're seeing, these aren't new. These aren't new conversations. The difference is, is you're seeing them now in real time. That's all. I think you're some of them must them. be. No, that's fine. Hey, I was born in 1967. You were born when? When were you born, Mo? 94. Okay, so 
In 94, <laughs> I was already out in them streets. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the streets in since 19, 94, though. <laughs> okay. In 1994, let me tell you something, bro. I was already in, in the NBA in them streets. Okay. And let me tell you something. Those three problems chips. that you're seeing today <laughs> were yeah, already happening. Get ready to go play the yeah. All-Star game. But, yeah. That's okay. Okay. So you mentioned Steve Nash. So uh, not Steve Nash, Steve Kerr. Uh, the second question comes in from Manda, who says, considering that Steph is still putting up huge numbers, do you think the Warriors should trade Draymond and Clay and build a roster around Steph to get another ring? Clay struggled a little bit to start the season. Draymond Green's obviously had some off-court issues. What would you think about the prospects of trading those two guys? Because that does well, then give them the flexibility to pay of, the young guys. It's kind of funny, you know, to hear that. You know, it's, it's kind of weird, you know, like after seven, eight games, you're like, okay, let's build around these guys. Well, Last I checked, they have James Wiseman. That's a, is a, a NBA. We all think he's going to NBA starting center. We have, you know, we have the kid uh, Jordan Poole. We have Andrew Wiggins. They've already built around these guys. Now it just comes down to the following: When are they going to commit to playing those young guys? That's all. This isn't. This isn't anything new that any of us. Oh, them winning the, the championship last year just <laughs> the reason it didn't happen last year was because they won a championship. Yeah, you can't just dismantle a team and they're winning. I don't think any of us expected expected them to win, other than the Warriors. Everyone can sit here and go, "I'm a Warriors fan." I didn't think they were going to win the championship last year. However. Give them credit for doing it with this group. Yeah. Okay, give them credit. Now, the replacements for those guys are already in the building. Jordan Poole is paid like a starter now. Kaminga. He's going to get paid. Kaminga is a player. Okay? now He's a raw talent. Raw talent or what have you. This league is full of raw talent. What happens when you get raw talent? You put it out there and you let it play to get experience. That's the problem with the NBA today, ladies and gentlemen. There's no place for them to develop other than the NBA. Mm -hmm. They're not going to college for two, three, four years. They're not going to the G League. They're not going to play in Europe, the, at, least, at least these young kids who Most come players, over here yeah. immediately. Yeah, they're not playing like Luka Doncic for four or five years and whatever. Okay, before they come over here. That's why those guys are more advanced. They're not like Giannis, okay, who play two, three, four years, and then they come over. They're coming immediately from high school. Some of them, like LaMelo Ball, I don't even know if they finished high school. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what this is now. So then these kids come over here, they play, and then suddenly we realize, oh, he's got to develop. Well, where is he going to develop? He can go to the G League and score 35 or 40. But as we know, just because you score 35 or 40 in the G League, that's not the NBA. They can score 30 in the Summer League. That's not the NBA. So now there's only one place we're going to find out whether or not he is the player we think is going to be, whether he's raw, whether he's ready or not. Because the rookies that are playing right now, they're not ready either. The difference is they're just not on a good enough team <laughs> where they don't have to play. So you got to throw them out there and let them play. If this kid 
was on the Detroit Pistons right now, he would be playing 35 plus minutes, which would be invaluable to his growth. And that's what he needs. He just needs minutes. That kid has all the physical talent that you can, you can want. He can run, he can jump, he can shoot, pass, da-da-da, da-da-da. Now, unfortunately, he's playing behind an all-star. His name is Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's his problem. So a lot of fans have jumped on the Warriors bandwagon over recent years, over the past 10 years, where they've been largely successful. But Oli Khan wants to know, how do you decide which NBA team to follow as a newer fan? BJ, if you were coming to the NBA fresh today, who would you support? The team where I grew up, the Detroit Pistons. Mm -hmm. So for our international audience, for our international audience, though, they don't have that natural affiliation to a city. Yeah, That's what makes sports interesting is because I'm learning like, like that question to me is not, that never even entered my mind until I was like 30 something years old. You rooted for your home team. Mm-hmm. Like Detroit, sports was always and always will be a local phenomenon. Mm-hmm. This is new when you start rooting for players, regardless of what team he goes on. Like watching people now root for the Lakers just because they're LeBron <laughs> fans. Or yeah, it's you're crazy. Rooting for, for, that, that's a new phenomenon. So for me, for me, for me, it's just very simple. I root for the Pistons. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't care where I'm at. Even when I was playing for the Bulls, I wanted the Pistons to win, except when they played us. <laughs> I am a Detroit fan across the board. This whole thing of, well, I live here. I root for this guy. I root. That's, that's, you I... always rooted for the home team. That That's, that's how I grew up. Now I'm learning this. So to say, if I lived in Europe, which team would I look? What team would I root for? Well, well, you know that's kind of like who's your favorite player? I, what, I hear it. What, I mean, what colors you like? You know, some people root for the teams with the nicest uniforms. Or here's the thing, though, I don't think that's bad because for me, obviously, everyone knows I'm a Boston Celtics fan, but my family lives out right. in Boston in the states. I don't know if people know that or not. Right. That's why I've supported the Celtics my whole life because that's all I know is Boston, mm-hmm. right? But for people here in the UK or around Europe or around the rest of the world, I always say to them, whichever team you think has the waviest jerseys and branding and merch, root for them. Because in the NBA, what makes the NBA so great, in my opinion, is some teams are great and then they go in a rebuild and they're not great. And you've got to stay down with your team. You're going to support them for the rest of your life. Like Warriors fans in the 2000s would have never thought that they would be celebrating championships like they are today. The same way Milwaukee Bucks fans, maybe 10 years ago, wouldn't have thought they'd be rooting for a championship team like they are today. So I think just go with whatever you like. And then- yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think that the thing that for me anyway, if, if I lived in, let's say I suddenly became a football fan, right? Yes. Growing up here in the States. Let's reverse Premier League. Yeah. The first thing I would do is I want to understand the league first. Mm -hmm. I want to understand the rules. I want to understand the game. Mm -hmm. Like, it would be so cool for me, I would think, growing up in Europe. Because you get a chance to look at the game. Mm -hmm. You Like, when we broadcast the games over there, you see only our very best. Like, you don't talk about the league. You just talk about the storylines or the headlines, the playoffs, the you know, finals. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like for instance, like, for instance, like 
I find it always funny. People would be like, Jordan. They act like there were no other teams other than Jordan. <laughs> like you say, if you said the NBA, you go, Jordan. Well, did any, who else was in that era? I, 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 Jordan. So highlights and all those things, that's been a phenomenal marketing, marketing plan. Give the NBA credit. But if I were in Europe and I was able to watch, I would really just want to watch the game. Like, I, it would be cool to like, let me just watch the NBA game. Like, let me just watch Sacramento versus Orlando and see how the game is played. Let me learn about the game. Let me learn and appreciate the different styles. Let me learn and appreciate all these things. And then determine from that point, you know, like what direction you want to go in. But so many people root for favorite players and they don't even understand the game. Uh-huh. So, you know, when you, when you look at the Warriors, you say, well, the Warriors fans, of course, it's like me saying, I don't expect the Detroit Pistons. Of course I do. That's why I'm a fan, which is short for fanatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you said that I was like, well, no, I'm a fan of the Detroit Pistons because I am a fanatic person about my team. We're going to win. Mm-hmm. And then when we lose, that's why we're all emotionally involved in the game. Now, because I also understand the game, I can assure you we're not going to win. And I can tell you why we're not yeah. going to win. <laughs> and I I, that's what makes it cool to be a fan because you can go to the game, appreciate the game, cheer, and then look at the things that are possible. And I can look at the game right now and have what I would consider, you know, I'm not saying I'm right. I can just say, okay. I think this team has a chance to win with these players. Maybe I think they should move this player. Maybe I think they should be able to draft this player. To me, the fun part of winning is the process. Because once you win, then it's no, it's no longer fun. Yeah. Like you're, you're the first time like, you win. Like s- seeing your team go from bad to good is a real special feeling. Uh, there's, that's the greatest that's why i can't relate yeah once you win then it's nothing business kicks in then the ego kicks in well who's who who who's the reason and then everybody's got to get paid and then the the team doesn't want to pay a guy then you know player x says he needs more shots and then you know all these things like watching the warriors now like you know well, well this guy's got to play who's in the rotation this guy's not playing well. Well, no one said Clay Thompson was bad last year, but suddenly this year he doesn't have his legs right. We got to rebuild around Steph Curry. Well, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like anybody who has won knows how difficult it is to repeat. Yeah, there's a reason said, why yeah, not many this. teams do. Yeah, there's a reason why everyone just doesn't repeat. There's a reason. And you know the reason is, Mo? Because it's very difficult to do. And let me Uh tell you something. Let me tell you something right now, which everybody needs to hear. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green aren't getting any younger. They're not getting any younger. That's facts. That's it. That's facts. There's a reason why you don't. This is tough. This is tough on these guys. These guys have been playing a lot of basketball over the last. They what they've gone to what six or so NBA finals, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yep. You just don't like go to six NBA finals and be like, let me just turn it on again. These guys are all in their thirties now. 
Clay's had some injuries. We got to take what we can get at this point. And right now, Steve Kerr has a huge dilemma. He's got to develop these young players to be able to withstand the challenge of, of what it means to be a, 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 you know, an NBA champion and trying to repeat back-to-back -back with no experience. Let me see you try to do that, Mo. Okay. Mo, that's I, not I would love the chance. <laughs> well, oh, well, I bet you would. Yeah, I, I think anyone would. But, you know, repeating as a champion is very difficult. BJ managed to do it not just once but twice, back-to-back-to-back. That's why you guys should subscribe to the show if you're listening right now. You're getting gems, you're getting wisdom. But trying to speak of repeating as a champion, the Milwaukee Bucks, obviously, they won two seasons ago now. But then last season, Middleton was injured. They lost in game seven against the best team in the world, the Boston Celtics. But Jack Hawker wants to know, can the Bucks go all the way again? Or are they just on a good run to start the season? I'm backing Giannis. I, I believe they could win a championship again listen, this year. Listen, You know, that's a, that's a great question. And... You know, Mo, it, it, is such a, a, it is such a joy as an NBA fan in this era. And I just told it, I just told this to my son today. We were talking about basketball. And I love my oldest son. I love talking to basketball about him because he's beginning now to understand the game, you know? Yeah. And he told me today, he was like, you know what, Dad? Man, it's good for me to right now to look at a guy like Victor Wimbanyama. I said, why do you say that? He said, because Dad. He could be one of the greatest players of all time. And that could, that's the, like the first one that I would see in my adult life. He's 22 now. Yeah, from the start to the finish. From the start to the finish, right? Like, yeah. He didn't see – he was too young when LeBron 20 years ago. He was and, two and they, years old when LeBron started. They didn't you know? have internet like that. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. LeBron was in, yeah, that's what in, I'm saying. in high school, 2001, 2002, they didn't really have internet like He didn't see <laughs> Kobe Bryant at the beginning. You know what I'm saying? He didn't understand it, but he was excited about Victor. You know what's exciting now? You and I are perhaps watching one of the great talents right now of all time in yep. this kid, Giannis. And that's really cool to see. And that's why I said, if you, it would be really cool to be a basketball fan and understand the game because you get a chance to watch a guy. And what's really cool is watching Giannis' game improve every single year. His handles, Mo, uh -huh. now he's really doing things off the dribble that you're saying, I, I've never seen a seven-footer do the things he's doing, Mo, as far as handling the ball. Yep. I'm excited to see where this goes. And so I, I, I think, can they repeat? Absolutely. I mean, this guy, Giannis, Mo, I don't see anybody stopping him. Head up, Mo. Head he, up. He, 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 you the can, only, can, the only matchup, the only yeah, matchup he, that worries me is the Cleveland yeah, Cavaliers. Yeah. That's the only matchup because that level of rim protection that they have there is something different that I don't think anyone's really seen before in recent. I, I agree with you, but the great ones always figure it out. <laughs> that, that that's the difference, Mo. He's too great of a player not to figure it out. Uh huh. Now, like he has, he has options. Okay. Mo, he, he's, he's got options. You know, they, they have two seven-footers too, Mo. Let's not disrespect uh -huh. them. Shout out to Brooke Lopez. Shout out to Bobby as well off the bench. They have pieces over there. And if Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Bobby Porters, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez 
versus Karis LeVert, Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen. BJ, you that's me too pretty hyped. good. You gave me too hot. That, 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 right that's just, bro, bro, that's pretty good. Now, right I'm now. fired up. I'm getting too hot right now. We're going to keep it moving. Let me no, no, no. I can't keep it moving. Because okay. you know what, Mo? Okay. That's a pretty good left. 10 on the floor. Uh-huh. Those are good matchups all the way uh-huh. around. Can you imagine games. right now at the guard position with Holiday having to guard those two guards? But then you got you, you, you got Chris Middleton. He's got a size advantage on Donovan Mitchell. Then uh-huh. you got Giannis and Evan Mobley. You got the old. Come on, man. There's a lot going on here. So, uh-huh. Mo, can they win? Absolutely. The best player on the floor is unquestionably Giannis. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. the best player. Without but a doubt. Is Evan Mobley capable of having a 20 and 10 game for the series? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think they have a shot. Now let's see who's healthy. And, and I want to say this this Cleveland Cavaliers team, they're playing some good basketball. They ain't nothing to play with. Zubair says for the longest time, shout out to Zubair, always on the podcast every day. For the longest time, we've seen the Blazers go as far as Dame takes them, even in the regular season. He's been injured and out for the last four or five games, and the team has picked up significant victories in the meantime. How far does this Blazers go? Does this Blazers team go as constructed, seeding-wise and postseason? How has Chauncey Billups done so far? Where does he rank amongst coaches only in his second year as a head coach? What significant changes has BJ observed under Chauncey's leadership? Now, here's the thing. You just done asked us five questions in one question, my brother. Yeah, yeah. We got well, to I'm just pick one he, to focus on. Yeah, I, you know, you, 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 you asked me at the start. <laughs> yeah, you at the start. You did ask me who I thought thought was going to be who I thought was going to be a good coach who played in the league. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you who is on, getting on the job training right now. I think is going to be a excellent coach. Okay, that's Jawan Howard. Oh yes, Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yes. He's at he because because I think he is getting on the job training. He has, he, his, his personality is what, what you're looking for. Uh-huh. You know, he's, uh, you, you, I think Juwan Howard right now, if you ask me who he is, the name that just came to me. Okay. So in saying that, um, where do I think this team is going to go? The West is, is stacked right off the top. I don't think this team can beat the upper echelon teams. I don't think they're going to finish in the top four. So that means they're going to, I don't think they'll finish in the top five. So that means they're going to be six, seven, or eight. Do I see them beating a healthy Clippers? No. A healthy Warriors? No. A healthy Denver? No. A healthy, you know, who who else is over Phoenix. Uh, Memphis. No. Dallas. No, no. I don't see them beating those teams. So I think for them getting to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I see them. Get it to the first round. If they get to the second round, I think that is a terrific season for them. But I don't see yep. them beating those teams. Definitely. C. Rose wants to know, shout out to Chris. He says, after a strong start and with Zaya and Jaron Jackson Jr. about to return, are the Grizzlies a legitimate top seed contender? And if not, what do they need in order to push themselves over the top? So for me, the thing with the Grizzlies is just time. We forget how young they are as a squad. They got the pieces there. They got the superstar, John Morant. They got a defensive anchor in Jaron Jackson Jr. I love what Steven Adams brings. They've got Desmond Bain, who's lying it up on almost a nightly basis. I think just give them time to figure it out. They're a young team. No one's going to win in their first go around. What do you think, B? 
Well, you know, with John Morant, now comes the expectations. And I think this team has to manage expectations. They could have easily lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves a year ago. Easily. I mean, that I, I they could have easily lost. Minnesota, in many regards, should have won that series. But they didn't. Could have, would have, should have. Now we have Ja. Ja is, I mean, he he is he is a highlight reel waiting to happen every single time he comes on the floor. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, the thing that concerns me is injuries, right? You know, mm-hmm. the, the one kid seemed like he's hurt. Jaron Jackson. Yeah, Jaron Jackson. I mean, I mean, it's just very unfortunate because you want to see these guys healthy. John Morant gets hurt last year in the playoffs, doesn't finish the series versus the Warriors. I don't know what the ceiling of a, is of this team. Why? It's because I haven't seen them healthy for a long enough time. But I do know they have talent. I do know they're a tough group. I know they're fun. They have, you know, now they've won a playoff series, so they got a little taste of that. But they, no, they won two playoff series last year, right? Did they win two? Playoff? No, they won one playoff series last year. I I think right now they're still in the. I hope they aren't the Atlanta Hawks. Remember when the Atlanta Hawks went to the conference finals? With Jeff Teague. Yeah, they're not there. Yeah. They got John Morant, not Jeff Teague. It, it, no, no. Remember when they <laughs> yeah. got to the conference finals? And then oh, suddenly the Trey Young thought, team. The Trey Young yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everyone thought they were going to go back there the year, next year, and then they haven't. I yeah. just hope that doesn't – I hope that's not the case with this group. Well, I, I okay. think that Atlanta Hawks Because the, because the West than... is – yeah, but the, the West is stacked. Like Dallas, Clippers, the Warriors – Denver, the New Orleans, you know, we, we forgot about New Orleans. Uh-huh. I mean, these are good teams, Mo. This isn't like a, this isn't like, well. No, no doubt. Just, no doubt. But John, I mean, Jaron Jackson are 23, Desmond Bay is 24. They've got time okay. on their side. Zion, well, everyone says they got time on their side. Let me tell you something. That's not true. Injuries happen. People's, everybody's got time. No, you got to win when you're supposed to win. Yeah, everyone's got time. Oh, I'll get there next year. Victor is coming. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Victor is coming, ladies and gentlemen. And if he's in the Western Conference, that's going to change. So all of a sudden uh, now, that's just how it is. It just this uh-huh. what it is. Like, I, I, don't, I don't buy in that he, they've got time. So, I hear and, 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 you know, and, and, you know, those guys are hurt all the time. Okay. Jared Jackson is always hurt. I well, mean, speaking- what do you want me to say? Speaking of being hurt all the time, Janae says, hello, Mo and BJ. I love your podcast. I listen to y'all banter every day. Shout out to Janae. Big love for tuning in every day. We appreciate you. Thank Janae you. Janae says, I want to ask if the Clippers are selling us fans another dream. Will they pull off the unthinkable and actually go to the finals this year? Keeping my fingers, toes, and eyes crossed. Well, mm. Kawhi Leonard is expected to miss his eighth straight game today. We're recording this before yes. the Clippers game tips off. Clippers, Kawhi Leonard is expected to miss his eighth straight game due to knee injury management. And the timetable to his return back onto the court remains, quote, uncertain, mm. which is very worrying to me. And it's like, it makes sense why Kawhi signed that four-year deal rather than the one plus one to go and try and get that super, super max after. 
maybe he knew, maybe he didn't. Who knows? I just wish him the best of health. But if Kawhi is not playing and he's missing time like this, stretches of 10 games apiece, I don't any longer have faith in the Clippers because they need to build that chemistry. It's not like, we've talked about this before. It's not like the Raptors team where he kind of moved, he just got plopped into an already well-oiled functioning machine. Tyloo's a great coach. They've got a great squad around him, but I think they need to build the chemistry. And if he's missing 10 games at a time, if not more, I think they're really going to struggle with that when it comes to the postseason and they come up against teams who have built the great chemistry by playing together throughout the season. So this team goes as far as Kawhi Leonard's knees can hold up, in my opinion. What do you think, BJ? Well, it's very hard to win when your best player, and Kawhi Leonard is without question, he's one of the best players in the entire NBA when healthy. At the very least, he's a top 10 player when healthy. Some would argue he's up in that top two or three, and he certainly performed at those levels when healthy. I mean, Kawhi Leonard is... We've not seen that since 2019. We haven't seen it. Or at that level since 2019. Yes. Okay. But when he is fully healthy, he's as good. He's as impactful of a player on the game as any player in the game currently today, when healthy, Giannis included. Mm -hmm. Now... Now, he hasn't been healthy, and this is a concern. So, realistically, this team was built around him and his talent, and that can only be realized with him being on the floor. I just happen to believe there's something going on with him Mm -hmm. that, you know, we just don't know. I mean, Uh he seems like he wants to play, but his body won't allow him to play. and. And he's trying. That's what it looks like to be. But I don't know. I, I mean, no one knows. I hope he but, gets it. Yeah, I, I do too. Because I, 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 I really think if the Clippers are healthy, they have a great opportunity. I really believe that. I, they were but, my pick for the West if healthy. If it, but, but they haven't been. If. So all we can say, all we can say is what we see. So the answer today is no, because Kawhi, their best player, won't be out there playing and performing. But if he is healthy. Mo, there. That's a pretty good team over there. Matchup nightmare. That's a good team with them without him. It's just that I don't know if they're a championship team without him. I hear that. That's fair enough assessment. We got one more question in the Discord from Mario, who says, "Hey guys, excellent show. I listen every single day and really impressed with the content and the addition of the Discord server." Shout out to Mario. Shout out to everyone in the Discord. He says, "My question is: Now that you guys have seen each team play ten games." What are your early season predictions for defense player, rookie of the year, MVP, et cetera? Well, Mario, the thing is, Mr. Armstrong over here has a rule of thumb. He likes to wait until 25 games because I'm worried if yes. we do this now, Laurie's Markkinen's name might creep into the MVP conversation. <laughs> so we're going to have to wait till game number 25 has taken place. Hey. And then I promise All you, we will, we will dedicate the whole episode to your question, Mario. Okay. We appreciate you. Can I just say this? Because I don't know how much longer we are going to be able to say this. <laughs> say it, if, say we were, if we were, if we were going to say MVP, Donovan Mitchell's name would be in there today. Yeah, I hear it. I, he's putting up like yeah, 30 and, and, a night on that no, stack. No, yeah, no, no. Donovan Mitchell has been pretty darn good. Uh-huh. Okay, he's been pretty darn good. Now, I, 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 I just want to say that because I don't know how much longer we're going to say that, but I want to give him a huge shout out because he is playing terrific lights out basketball right now. Okay, I, I, most improved. I want to say this too is Laurie Marketing. 
Uh well, I've got right now, I got Donovan third on my list. I got Giannis at number one, undefeated, undisputed. Oh, I got oh, Luca oh, yeah, number no, two. No and then we got Donovan Mitchell at three. But there's a bunch of there's a bunch of players. We could have John Morant's name in there. We could have Tatum's name in there. We could have a whole bunch of names, but we're gonna do a whole episode when we get to 25 games in. That's what we got time for today. We've got all the oh, questions. that's it. We got BJ, you know, we got to keep it moving, keep it grooving. But the good news is we still have a bunch of questions on the Twitter timeline that we're going to get to and answer. Shout out to everyone who sent the questions in there. We'll get to your questions. Thank you to everyone who joined the Discord and got their questions in there. Make sure you join that if you want the priority questions. You know what I'm saying? So right, shout out to all of you. Shout out to BJ as well. We're going to be doing this again. We're going to be doing this more regularly throughout the season. I love these ones. These are my favorite episodes, I think, B. These, these are my second favorite episodes. My favorite episodes yes. is episodes after the Lakers lose. But my second favorite yes. episodes is answering <laughs> the questions from our listeners. Because you know I got to come in with a mic flaming hot that every time the Lakers lose. Oh, hopefully man. we get 70 you more of those editions. Oh gosh, well, that's you're so bad. You're so bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're so oh, bad. We, but we love day. you anyway. We love you anyway. Yeah, but nah, we man, love you anyway. It's all it's all love to the people. It's all love to the people. Great questions. I think out of every podcast, we have the best listeners. We have the Absolutely. best listeners. Out of every podcast out there, I could put the Hoop Genius podcast listeners up. I can't anyone. wait till I get over. There. I can't wait till oh. I get over there. Oh, it's going to be seen. I, I get it. It's going to be yeah, seen. I, I can't. And we got to announce it in advance because, you know, we got an international audience. We need we need you to come and spend a weekend in London. You know what I'm saying? Get come get on, lit man. with the squad. I, I need it. So it's, it's going to happen. I need week. I need good food. I need to be oh, with my people. Come on, man. You know I need you to get that with. good music. You know and, you, uh, you know, with. I just I just want to rock with. I just want to have my shirt. You know the vibes. Ah, you know, you know hey, the hey, vibes. Real hey, name, no gimmicks. DJ Armstrong in the place. We're going to be back very soon. You've been listening to the Hoop Genius Podcast sponsored by NBA 2K23. Go get your copy of the game. Whilst you're here, make sure you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us hype up in the charts. Leave us a five-star rating on Spotify. Share the podcast with your friends if they want to get into the NBA, if they're new to it, or if they're NBA lovers and diehard NBA fans, they can get into it too. We're here for everyone, old or new, old or young, whoever you are, wherever you are, you just need this in your headphones or on your speakers every morning. Hoop Genius Podcast, don't go anywhere. We're going to be back tomorrow nice and early. And in the meantime, you guys know the vibes. Get buckets.